0: Agile Amp shares stories of bringing agility and humanity into the workplace and beyond. Inspiring and provocative voices speak on topics from technology to business to living change. Dedicated to building a more agile world, Agile Amp is brought to you by Accenture.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Agile Amp. On this particular episode, we get to speak with and explore a new area uh, into our podcast coverage. And to do that, we have found ourselves an amazing guest today. Um, I have with me here on the line, Hayley. She's a senior managing partner at Easy Agile. Hi, Hayley.
0: Hey, Moad. Nice to see you.
1: Thanks for coming on the show today. Um, I'm sure we're going to cover some uh, very interesting topics and areas. Um, I think better to obviously start with a bit of introduction. So I'll just hand it over to you for a few seconds. Maybe just tell our audience who you are and what you do and who is e- Easy Agile.
0: Yeah, of course. Um, great to be here and thanks for having me on the on the podcast. So my name's Hayley and I'm the partner manager or the senior partner manager at Easy Agile. So... Easy Agile, um, we're an Australian company, if you didn't recognize where my accent is from. So we are based um, in a small town or or a small city outside of Sydney on the east coast of Australia called Wollongong. And uh, we make apps for Atlassian's Jira. So um, we've got four apps on the Atlassian marketplace and they're quite popular. We've got uh, over 180,000 users of our products across the globe and, and most of them aren't actually in Australia. But, um, you know, people people love our apps because they're great visualisation tools of the work um, that people do in Jira. And I guess at the end of the day, we want to make Agile um, a success and accessible for um, all different organisations and make sure that they can see success and um, the benefits of undertaking and um, going through agile transformations and you know make sure that uh, all the team can can see success every day and and that's what our tools uh, try and do and and we succeed in that so yeah it's a a great space to work in and um, yeah it's it's really lovely to have partners like Accenture uh, that talk about our tools often.
1: Thank you. Um, In preparing for this episode um, I just couldn't help but to think about the time we're living in, um, being in a hybrid workplace, I and mean, in just increasingly the amount of individuals and teams and organisations that work remotely, um, surely a lot of this was happening before COVID. But after COVID, I mean that, that has just got accelerated to a, um, an in, you know, incredible levels. And I wonder how much of those trends uh, you've been watching what does it mean to you you know what has changed for you as as a as a business you know but giving the nature of your area and what you provide to your customers so i'd love to get your take on what does the word look like to easy agile after covid
0: yeah well i think i mean after covid and and even as soon as covid kicked off um way back when we saw a, a real increase in our products and, and the uptake of our products and I guess as everyone moved home and, and you know that was a really fortunate position when a lot of other organizations um, weren't as uh, fortunate as us so you know we're definitely lucky to have had that experience but we saw an increase in customers and, and people trying to use our pe- our um, our products as people moved home and, and started this hybrid workplace And and yes you're right like our tools are designed, you know, they're digital tools that take things off um, off the wall, you know, post-its off the wall, uh, pieces of string off the wall and, and puts them in that digital space in where the work's being done, so in Jira. But as more people moved home, we saw a great um, number of people taking our products and, and using them in their workforce and seeing the benefits of them. And I think, you know, more generally, like I've, I've heard that, there's around 60% of people who want to have a long-term hybrid work arrangement. And so I see that, you know, this is a big opportunity for tools like us and, and you know, Atlassian and Stira, helping teams to remain in touch and remain, um, you know, communicating around dependencies and, and making sure that the work is, is getting done. And um, I guess continuing to have that camaraderie that you can have um, in person, but take it online as well. And, and I guess tools like Atlassian's Jira and tools like Easy Agile can really help that. So, you know, I think we've been really lucky and, and really fortunate to, to have, you know, the success that we've had. Um, and yeah, it's it's just been really wonderful. And like we even had one of our customers who, um, Ubisoft, who we, we spoke to a couple of weeks ago and who did a a um a testimonial for us but they were talking about you know covid came along they all needed to move home but they actually had a pi planning session in 4 weeks time like what are you going to do usually they would have all come together in one space and put the post its on the walls and put the dependency lines um up between all those um post its but you know they had to make it work and so they picked up our tool and and they made it work and they made it work very successfully, but now that hybrid model has stuck with them even after we come out of this COVID period or um yeah, so so they've continued to use our tool and see great success. And I probably should say that um Ubisoft, if if you don't know, they make Assassin's Creed and Far Cry and just just dance. So pretty cool tools, but um, you know, I guess they were working in one big office or or bringing people to one big office for pi planning so yeah it was a dramatic change for them but um you know it worked for us because now we've got ubersoft as a as a customer and that's not a unique story when it comes to our customers um they were forced into a position and, and they made it work for them um as they saw the pandemic rolling through
1: brilliant um so bring us closer a little bit to the ecosystem of easy agile you know particularly for those who haven't used the technology before, Um, They're probably familiar with JIRA or not. Um, So yeah, just tell us a little bit more about what do you offer, um, even at a high level, what what should we know about when it comes to Easy Agile?
0: So uh, we have four apps on the Atlassian marketplace, but uh, we often talk about two primary apps. So Easy Agile Team Rhythm, so it's helping um, teams create user story mapping, and then we also have a tool called Easy Agile Programs. So that tool is specifically, um, is very useful for PI planning. And, um, if you're operating or if a company is operating in a safe or a scaled agile model, it's really helpful for that framework as well. So that's, um, two of our main tools. Um, we also have Easy Agile Personas and Easy Agile Roadmaps as well. Um, so road mapping tool and a persona tool.
1: Nice, nice. And um, when it comes to customization, because obviously, you know, businesses use different frameworks and models and, you know, each kind of, especially today, we're, we're getting better at understanding what works best for us. Are the tools flexible enough to kind of accommodate perhaps a different setup? If it's not safe, it's something else. Or if it's something else, it's safe. How How flexible some of those applications are?
0: Yeah, so our... Our tool, Easy Agile Programs, is framework agnostic. So it's not prescriptive to safe, but a lot of safe organizations do use it. But, you know, the language that we use is um, a Jira language rather than a safe language. So we're not seeing those barriers of language if a company isn't using a scaled agile framework, but another framework that's helping them scale then our tool can help um, with that as well. So you don't have to be a safe user to use Easy Agile programs, but we do have a lot of safe users using programs. Um, so it, that is actually a great selling point for our tool because there are people who are not quite there with the safe um, or the scaled Agile framework, but they still still need a tool to scale. So our tool is really nice for that. So um, that's a that's a big plus. And, and uh, yeah, it makes our tool really flexible and, and customizable to the needs of, of different people and different companies.
1: Nice. And I guess if, if you bring us closer a little bit to perhaps your product strategy in terms of development and prioritizing some of what you build next, have you seen, say, like a, a popular demand after covid where when some of your features become even more popular or the customer is asking for something in particular, any shift? And um, just for some of those listeners who I know they just love products, I love integrations, probably submitted some some um, uh, feature demands as well, trying to get us just a little bit you know, under the cover trying to understand what, what's what's in the kitchen, what's been baked.
0: Yeah. Um, so... We have recently released a new feature on Easy Agile Team Rhythm. So that was the um, the user story mapping tool that I mentioned earlier, and we released um, retrospectives as a feature on that tool. And it was highly po- it was highly voted. It was very popular among our users. Um, and so you know we cooked that in our kitchen and we re released it only a few um, a few months ago now. And um, so you know that was something that we saw after COVID and. Uh, not to say that it wasn't there before, but we saw an increase in the demand um, for retrospectives. And I guess you know thinking about the agile the agile cycle, retrospectives is a really important part to make sure that you're always improving and you are uh, maintaining that continuous delivery and and continuous improvement state of mind. So um, our new retrospectives feature within team rhythm has been really popular we've seen um a great amount of uptake in it and and lots of monthly active users so it's that's that's really nice when you see the customers who you built the feature for actually using and engaging with it every day it's um it's really lovely and then uh in the easy agile program space we've recently done some work around date syncing and released that as a feature so now the work that you do um if you, if you change the dates of items in JIRA, it will uh, naturally sync to Easy Agile programs and, and the work that you're doing there. Um, so, you know, that's a really nice feature. And so that makes sure that what what the work you're doing in JIRA, you're not having to double handle or duplicate in Easy Agile programs. So another feature that makes it pretty seamless for people and, and people have really enjoyed that as well.
1: Uh, thanks for sharing that with us. So, if I take a step back from the technology for a few minutes and just thinking more holistically with respect to business agility and, and how a lot of businesses kind of try and thrive in the new um, digital era, we know that technology is is important. We know it's key. We know most bu- most businesses operating with a a stack of technologies, but we also know. Uh, that there's more to it than the technology and um, is your processes, your strategy and in, in experience also matters here. From your experience working with clients, have you seen um, other enablers, right, when it comes to e- enabling business agility? Most businesses coming to the technology, they're seeking some results, they're seeking some outcomes. But I know and you know that there's more to it than, than actually uh, installing technology. So, what, what's your thoughts there what's your experience there what, what can you share with us?
0: Yeah I guess that um, when I think about you know how tools enable agility, I think that and and you probably hear it yourself I think the foundations of agile have to be right for a tool to succeed. So if you know the culture isn't um, psychologically safe for people to um, to share, To share things, if there's not a culture of continuous improvement, um, then any technology that you put in place to help with agility is probably not going to have the impact that it could if those foundations were strong. And so, you know, I I guess I often think about like the Agile Manifesto and the principles that were rolled out there. If a company uh, is living those principles to the best of their ability, then the rollout of A tool or a product or a technology is probably going to be much more likely to be successful so that's how you know we often uh, focus with our customers and and prospects on you know the foundations of um, a strong agile framework that then helps them be agile rather than just to do agile I think there's a difference there and so you know we often talk about it at easy agile like how do we empower teams to to be agile rather than do agile and so our tools focus on bringing a transparency to agility and in the organization and um raising those dependencies early so people can have honest and genuine conversations when the time's right and so i guess that's the success of agility can really come down to that and um and a tool or a piece of technology within that organization. Does that answer your question, Moab?
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, you you touched on many great areas in there. I mean, we talked about psychological safety. We talk about transparency, um, culture. And I see that going hand in hand, right? Because a lot of these technologies, what they do is they make work visible. um, They enable the organization to look at what's in progress and what's in the roadmap, and and that's interesting, right? Um, it's interesting what you said because yes, you can have the technology, but are we enabling the organization or, or the teams? Are we giving them the space to actually, you know, feel feel okay about sharing what's working and what's not? Um, and and equally, from a senior management point of view, are they setting up their teams for success by providing the right technology, etc. Um, so, so those are all great, great points.
0: I was just going to say one of, one of the things that we had a conversation with internally at Easy Agile was when we were rolling out the retrospectives feature within Easy Agile Team Rhythm, one of the, um, requested, um, the requested features of that feature was to have the ability to have um, retrospective cards that were anonymous. And I guess, you know, that, that's a that's a strange signal, to or well, not strange. I, it makes complete sense. But also, is that a signal that psychological safety within some of our customer organisations is not there? If they feel the need to have an anonymous ticket on a board on a retrospective board, um, is is that a a warning signal? And so we really. Uh, went back and forth, and I know that there was a lot of conversations within the product team around around whether are we actually actually enabling an unsafe culture if we have an anonymous um, an anonymous item on a retrospective board. So it was a really interesting conversation. But you know, at the end of the day, we um, presented a lot of ma- we we have a lot of material around psychological safety and and um, how to do retrospectives well, and and so. We have an anonymous um, option on our retrospectives feature, um, but you know, I think that there was a real internal dialogue around how we can also encourage our customers and um, people within the community to have those healthy conversations in a safer space as well.
1: So, we've seen a lot of businesses starting with teams when it comes to agility, and then team of teams, and then suddenly let's scale this up and you know, program level and portfolios. And, you know, we just want to do everything agile. And that's great. But if you put yourself in the shoes of, say, a sponsor or someone who wants to bring these, some of these products into the business, like, where do I start, right? Like, how do I help my people? So what's your thoughts on that and taking those baby steps?
0: So I, so, um, I guess one of the good things that, about our products are that they are, Quite intuitive, so a lot of people um, will will find our tools via a partner or the Atlassian Marketplace because they have a need within their agile cycle or their PI planning cycle um, to improve how things are being done. But they also want to have uh, a tool that's quick to value. So, so rather than having tools that are you know really feature heavy um, or that are, are really complicated, our tools. Do what they do and they do it well, and I think that we're really proud of that and you know if if you're wanting to have better um, sprint planning sessions or if you're wanting to have better backlog conversation backlog grooming conversations um, or enable retrospectives as you're going through a sprint, our tools are really good at those fundamental sprint cycle uh, opportunities or ceremonies. So, you know, we really focus on that. And so I guess if you're starting off with an Easy Agile product, uh, Easy Agile Team Rhythm is a really good one to start with because most Agile teams are probably doing these sprint, um, sprint cycle ceremonies such as backlog grooming and, and, um, uh, and sprint planning. So, you know, our tool's going to help you with those every day but also um, you're going to see value very quickly. And another cool thing that we hear from our customers quite often is that they don't even know that they're using a product that's outside of Jira. So all the things that they do in Jira is um, automatically there within Easy Agile Team Rhythm. There's no need for duplication or double handling, but also our two CEOs were from Atlassian and cut their teeth on Jira way back when. And so they've really taken the fundamental things that Jira does well and just put them into a visual context. But our products look quite similar. So there's no cognitive load to move from Jira to an Easy Agile product because we've taken a lot of our cues from um, a design perspective and the language, as I was saying before, from Jira. So it's an easy tool to get value from quite quickly. and then. You know, our PI planning tool, so Easy Agile Programs is another one that's really quick to value. But in the case study that I shared with Ubisoft, you know, like they needed something in four weeks. They started to use our tool and, you know, they were doing that sprint planning and I'm um, sorry, they were doing their PI planning in those in four weeks later and, and they felt confident in our tool that quickly to do something that large on that scale. So that's a really positive story, but it also tells the fact that um they are quick to value their intuitive products and, you know, someone like me who is not a product person in my field before this field was not an agile field and even I can understand the products and, and explain them, yes, probably not as well as a lot of other people in the team but, um, you know, I think that that speaks to the nature of them. So they can they can grow with an enterprise as they get bigger um, but they can also be a great um a great tool for an enterprise that's starting their Agile journey or or needs a hand with their Agile journey and, and that maybe they're a little bit further along with as well so yeah it's they're, they're great tools that, and they're probably the two ones that I'd roll out if um, if you're thinking about it.
1: Um, right so I think we're just coming to nearing the end of, of this episode and I thoroughly enjoyed it um, I think I got a good and better understanding of Easy Agile um, where it sits in, in the hierarchy within the organization and, and, you know, your take on what makes it success and, and how, how we can implement some of that or where we can start. Do you have any, um, final thoughts or words, um, that you want to share with our audiences or anything that you want to close with?
0: Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I, I just wanted to share that we've got lots coming up and, um, as I said, we've got over 180,000 users across the world and they're, they're always voting for features and, and new things. So um, I think that Easy Agile Programs is going to have an exciting year as we look to um, the scaling agile space and, and what else we can do there to help teams be agile and, and surface those dependencies and be better organisations and, and keep the success of agility as they grow. And then, you know, I think Team Rhythm, as I mentioned, um, people are really loving our retrospectives feature within the product. So what else can we do um, to make sure that we are making teams as successful as possible within those foundational sprint cycle ceremonies? So I think that there's plenty of opportunity in the space and, um, you know, we're busily working on it. But, um, yeah, I think that there's, there's plenty of opportunity and, uh, you know, it's thanks to, to companies like Accenture that we, we have such a, a great pool of um, customers that, you know, enjoy our products.
1: Thank you very much, Hayley. Thanks for being with us today.
0: No problem. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Agile Amped. If you learn something new, please tell a friend, a co-worker, or client about this podcast. For more inspiring conversations, subscribe to Agile Amped on your favorite podcast app.